episode three of season two of the Therapist Run podcast. Thank you so very much for being here. I hope you are all having a lovely day so far, whether it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening. Here we are once again, um, (laughs) where I don't know if I should mention the fact that I've been gone for over a month or if I just leave it, because at this point, no one's surprised. As with basically every upload that I've shared in the past few months, a lot has happened. Um, Nothing groundbreaking, but definitely some interesting stuff that I would love to kind of unload. (laughs) Um, Just to catch you guys up on my life, where I'm at, and give context as to this episode. Today we are talking about time and energy management as a teenager. Because... It's a roller coaster, as is literally everything else, because our lives are just so exciting. (laughs) Um, Time management, excuse me, time management has been something that has been requested time and time again, especially in the more recent months. But I decided to add in energy in there because the two obviously go hand in hand, but it's not obvious when you are maybe scheduling your days or planning your weeks ahead and such. So I thought it would be nice to just kind of share these two ideas together um, so that you're not just thinking about time, but you're also thinking about your energy and your well-being and such, because that is so very, very important, my friends. Where do I start? The last time I uploaded was February 12th. That's actually so sad. I remember talking, um, talking about how I might upload on February 26th, because that would be like following my bi-weekly schedule. Um, and I asked, like, oh, do you guys want it to be, like, love-related or not? Because February, whatever. Um, joke's on me. I didn't even upload for the rest of March <laughs> at all. Um, I am recording in March currently, but this episode is scheduled to go up in April. So, oh well. <laughs> um, if that is something you are still interested in hearing about, I'm sure there will be a love-related episode down the road. But that is not going to be today's topic. So, I'm sorry. Um, but you guys... If you are a consistent listener of this podcast, you are patient. Like, congratulations. You get a sticker that says patient. I'll just slap it on your forehead. Um, Because, as mentioned, I struggle with consistency here. Anyway, the musical. Um, My last episode was about dealing with absolute burnout. And I was expressing my nervousness about really getting into musical season. Um, So, for those of you who don't know... um, I do musical theater. Um, I'm very involved in all things music. I'll get into that more later, of course. But this was a big deal because we basically perform... Oh, (laughs) we perform six shows in the span of two weeks. And it just gets hectic because many of these shows are after school. Um, So after a full day of school where you've gotten like a full load of homework, it's like, haha, no, you get an hour to go home and eat. And then you're back to school to perform for three hours. Um, So it's a little bit of a mess, um, especially leading into spring break because we have midterms and quizzes and tests. um, And it's, it's, it's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. So here's what happened. I basically had this one week leading up to the shows where I was just having an emotional crisis. We were having multiple eight hour rehearsals in this week leading up to our performances Um, on the weekend and four-hour rehearsals after school. And it was just, it was a lot. I had so many unit tests and unit concept questions and quizzes. I believe there was actually one day a week before performance where I had 
a unit test, unit concept questions, and two quizzes. And I actually just cried throughout every single block, but refused to go home because I was scared of missing stuff. And it was, it was really bad. Like, I talk about this a lot, how when I, when I'm sharing how to deal with, you know, these, these heavy emotions, it's literally my podcast. My podcast is talking about teenager emotions and feelings and such. I always explain how I am also, I am also a teenager and I'm also going through these things. And I feel like that week was just the perfect example of me being an absolute mess and like really struggling to take my own advice and the stuff I preach in my episodes. Um, so on top of all the musical stuff, on top of all the school stuff, there was a lot of family stuff going on too. I only live, okay, how do I phrase this? I live in Canada. The only family I have that lives in Canada is my immediate family, which makes things tough for multiple reasons. Oh, countless reasons. Um, but basically I have family members who are ill and it was just a mess and it was obviously affecting my parents because they're really stressed about that, obviously. But it was just a really bad time to be having all of this stuff surface while my life on its own was so tragic. But life doesn't, it doesn't, you know, life doesn't discriminate against busy teenagers. So I got whooped in the butt um, that week. So anyway, that's all to say. That week happened. My performances happened. They went stellar. I had tons of fun. I think everyone did incredible. I think the vibe of the kids that were involved in theater this year was absolutely swell. Um, super awesome feedback from the crowd. The recovery process was a little tough. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, but it always is. Um, and I think it could have been a lot worse. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, if you're interested in seeing photos, I don't plug my Instagram as much as I used to, but my Instagram is my name, Juliana, the number one and two E's, Juliana, one E-E. Um, so check that out if you'd like. But anyway, here comes spring break. Um, I am over the moon to not have to go to school because school broke me, um, for the three weeks leading up to spring break, as I've mentioned. Um, and I've had a busy spring break so far. I'm still, um, in the last few days of spring break, which is actually heartbreaking to say, (laughs) but basically (laughs) I went to Texas. I, I went to Texas. Yep. Just the complete opposite of my personal political views. I don't love warm weather. I'm not a huge barbecue person. I have no passion for horses or rodeos and (laughs) any of that. But um, my grandpa and some more of my family uh, lives there. So I went to go see them with my mom, dad, and my brother. Um, Personal reasons, all that good family stuff. And it was, it left something to be desired for sure. Um, I was really happy I got the chance to see my grandparents on my mom's side. That's honestly that. The fact that I got to see them and talk to them and just be there with them was enough for me. Um, But of course, you know, Aunt Flo decided to be like, hey girly, now's the time. Um, Which was actually extra painful. And it's it's definitely odd being, I guess, a quote-unquote woke teenager that lives in Canada going to Texas. 
and talking with relatives who are definitely not that. Um, no, there were no arguments. No, there was no tea or anything. It was just an interesting experience and I can't say I enjoyed it very much. But that being said, I was only there for a few days and then I got home on the Friday of spring break. So it's like the end of the first week of two weeks. And the next morning I packed up some more stuff, transferred some of my like toiletries and whatever from my one bag to another bag. And I went to the lake with my friends literally the next day after arriving from like three flights. And it was so lovely. I seriously just adore my friends so much. It it felt nice because while there were many of us, we're all pretty like responsible people. So we were not making a mess. It wasn't like loud and chaotic and like animalistic. Um, it, it was just nice. I think that's the one word I can use to describe it. We went for a really quick dip um, the day I got there. And I say quick dip because it was actually freezing. Um, and I, guys, I used to be a swimmer. Like I am used to being in cold water, but I'm not currently a swimmer. So I definitely struggled as did everyone else. It was a time we had some good food. A few of them had their birthdays recently. So we did gifts, which was just adorable and just so wholesome. And I got a lot of reading done. I got a lot of reading done in Texas too, which felt really nice. Um, but it was just so, so lovely to spend time with like some of the coolest people ever and my boyfriend, of course. Um, on the way home, we stopped by a cute coffee shop and then we went on a date and we got back. I was only there for like a, a day total and a night, but so pleased with that. Very happy. I think I needed that after Texas. <laughs> Big contrast. Um, but now like this past week, I've just been cruising. Like I'm going to get into, you know, how I've planned going about this week and why I feel like this was the right <laughs> episode to record next. Um, just because I do have a lot of homework that I had been assigned for spring break and such. And obviously, because I was traveling for the first week, I'd have to be a little smart about how I wanted to go about tackling all that. Really, this week has just been sleeping in a ridiculous amount, like an embarrassing amount, for me at least. <laughs> I'm not going to number drop because everyone's different, but I've been eating some good food. I've been working out again, guys. I miss lifting. I, ugh, ugh. Like, two times this year, I've, like, fallen off the grind, and it's only March, and that's so sad, but I'm hoping that because musical's over, I can at least find some, some very light sense of stability when it comes to lifting, um, and getting my movement in, because that is something that I shared, was really important to me, um, last episode, and something I will reinforce today. So, anyway, here we are, my loves. Um, let's talk about time and energy management as a teenager, how I go about it, and let me just give you some context before we even get into my way of, you know, organizing my life that works for me, um, because it's so different for everyone, and even I feel like my way is is very, like, strict and calculated and such. I will explain ways that might work for you, but as for me, here's how it goes. For reference, I'm a teenager. Surprise, surprise. So basically, that's all to say that I really enjoy spending time with my friends. In fact, it's actually necessary that I spend time with my friends because that's what teenagers do. So these are kind of, 
I'm kind of listing off my priorities, not necessarily in order, we'll get there. Um, but whatever it is, I've made it a point, especially just in the past year, um, the past like few months, to really make time for my friends because I've said it countless times in the past little bit. I feel like I've found like a really solid group of people that I really enjoy being around. Rather than feeling totally toast after hanging out with them, I actually feel good. Maybe I am exhausted, but I feel good. So I make sure that I keep that in mind when I'm doing all my planning. Secondly, I'm a very academic focused grade 11 student. Um, Grade 11 is third year for translation. And a lot of people like to talk about how grade 11 is the hardest year because every single academic is still mandatory. When you get to grade 12, you don't te- you don't need to take a math if you don't want to. Um, you don't need to take a science if you don't want to. Um, but in grade 11, it is essentially the highest level of like academics that are mandatory. That's all to say. <laughs> I really prioritize getting good grades. Um, if that doesn't already come across in the, you know, my episodes and such and the way I talk about my life, um, it's really important that I do well in school for various reasons. Secondly, thirdly, my bad, (laughs) I am actively involved in music. Currently, I'm in four music ensembles, but as a whole throughout the year, I'm in seven. Um, So that can get really busy because all of these ensembles have multiple rehearsals a week. So whether that be before school, after school, during lunch period, it's kind of a lot. Um, and it's also important to note that if need be, I need to practice my instrument. I need to practice my singing, my choir, my vocal jazz, um, if I am struggling with something and can't learn it at school, um, which is something I do. <laughs> Shocker. I, I really hope that all my other music friends listening to this can relate. Number four, I very, very much prioritize daily movement, spirituality, and emotional health. So I'm putting these three together because they all fall under like wellness, I'd say. Um, And I've spoken about this in my last episode, of course. Daily movement can be walking to school. Daily movement can be yoga in the morning. Something as little as that. Or it can be like an hour and a half downstairs lifting. Spirituality for me means journaling. It can also be writing a couple things you're grateful about in the morning when you wake up or at night. Emotional health also ties in with journaling. It can be reaching out to someone if you need help. It can be taking time to yourself. So, so important. Very much prioritize being by myself. Maybe that's you as well. I'll talk about how we can get into incorporating that into your routines and such. Um, And lastly, I have personal projects. Um, This podcast is a perfect example. It's not mandatory. Not everyone needs to have a podcast. Um, But I do it because I enjoy it. Um, And it's just, it's a hobby. It's a fun thing I like to do on the side. Um, And we all have our hobbies, especially since I I dropped like my sport. I kind of needed to fill that with something else. And music. So not to be confused with school music where I was talking about my rehearsals and ensembles. Um, but music as in recording music to be published. This is not like, an, mm, this is not a personal project that I take too seriously um, because realistically my whole thing is just, I've released one song um, and I'll be more than happy to feature in whatever other songs, but do I plan to release another solo song? No. Um, so this thing definitely 
not not a not a biggie but that being said music is tough guys you need to you need to come up with your lyrics what kind of narrative are you telling you need to come up with your rhythms and such it's it's a whole it's a whole task in itself and that's why I don't take it that seriously because I have enough on my plates um but anyway those are kind of my five to really condense it um things that might differentiate me or set me apart just a reference um from where my advice and my insights are coming from so I'm a teenager which means I really prioritize my friends I'm very academic I'm involved in a lot a lot of music I prioritize my wellness, and I have personal projects. Keep those in mind when considering where this advice and this insight is coming from. So, I have a planner. I gushed about my little planner in my last episode, and I will continue to gush about it because I seriously don't know why I didn't start doing this sooner. (laughs) And here's the thing. When I think of planner, I think of my mom. (laughs) Because my mom is like me in the sense that we plan, we write down everything. Like, it's on paper. It's got to be there. Um, But I always thought that was like a mom thing and like a woman who works and actually has stuff to do thing and not a teenager thing. But guys, normalize teenagers using planners because, oh my gosh, like, you could easily do this on like Google Calendar um, or any digital platform like that. But for me, it's something about writing. Wow, says the girl that journals every night. <laughs> it's something about writing that feels like it 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 sits it sits more, you know? And it, it feels like you feel like you are held accountable a little more, I find for me. Um but what I've done with my planner is I honestly use it like most people would use it. So at the end of each month, I look at the month ahead, I write down all of the important stuff. Um, so, you know, things as little as birthdays, even, I guess that's as small as I get birthdays. If I'm going on trips, do I have concerts? Do I have rehearsals that are weird, um, and not where they usually are? Do I have appointments? All that good stuff. That goes in my, like, monthly kind of going through the planner. Um, and then, of course, there's weekly. So, this will involve due dates for assignments. This will have quizzes and tests, anything academic that I need to know. Um, If I have big study sessions that I know I want to have because maybe I have many, many tests this one week. So that Sunday, I'm going to put aside a few hours to really get my studying in. Things like that. Um, So that all goes in my planner. Now, it gets a little more complicated. Um, because that is not enough for me. I need to plan my days. (laughs) And I'm sure if you're listening this far, you can definitely relate to this. So what I will do, um, is my brain naturally categorizes everything I need to do, um, into like basically those five like reference points that I gave you just then. Um, so the main, like the magic word here is priorities. What is my priority considering the situation at hand, right? So I take sticky notes and I write on these little sticky notes and I slap them where I can see them. Usually it's like literally right on my monitor, um, like the frame of my monitor. So it's just hanging there and I can see it um, because my desk and my PC is where I get my work done. Um, But for me, my priorities used to look something like this. Number one would be school. Number two is music and sports at the time. Number three is personal projects. And number four is health. So 
immediately you guys might notice, where's friends in there? You were talking about how you, you know, need to be with friends. Um, which is true, but also not every one of my friends plans the way I plan. So usually those plans are kind of spontaneous. Um, and I'll be like, hey, can you hang out tomorrow? I'll look at my schedule and I answer there. But anyway, my priorities and the way I used to plan my days and my weeks would be school comes first, music and sports come second, number three, personal projects, and number four is health. Now, my main priority is my health. My second priority is my school. My third priority is my music. And my fourth priority is my personal projects. This is a big change because no longer is my health the last of my priority, but it is the first. Because before you can really fill up your schedule, before you can really tackle all the ambitious things you need to do, you need to be healthy. And that is something that is a hard pill to swallow for everyone, not just teenagers, not just adults. And I think both sides need to see both sides, you know? Um, It's easy for teenagers to be like, oh my gosh, these adults don't get it. Like, they don't have this kind of drama. They don't have this kind of what be it. But at the same time, adults are like, oh my gosh, they're just kids. They haven't seen the rest of the world. How are they stressing over this stuff, right? Um, So that is the order (laughs) of my priorities at this point. So I've come to realize that you can mix and match priorities, I guess you could say. But ultimately, there will be an order that is better than the rest that can be universally used when you are planning your time, right? Um, So, you know, maybe one week, it is health, school, music, personal projects. And maybe the next week, it's health, music, school, personal projects. And that's how it was when it was musical season. That'll happen. But also... All my academics are going to whoop my butt, you know? So at the end of the day, there are better orders, I guess you could say. So let's talk about what I've done for this week in particular and use that as an example. So this is going to be super wordy and if it helps to take notes, if you are that person, um, I'm also that person, no shame, um, please do. But what'll happen? I have my priorities written down most, like, especially if you're just starting out like this, write them down just so you can visually see it. Um, And then I list out everything I need to get done for the days ahead. So I take in consideration school, my homework, every single one of my classes. I consider every single one of my ensembles. I consider the work I would like to get done in my personal projects, be it my podcast or music. Um, And at this point, I'm also thinking like, I would like to spend time with my friends, I need to make sure I have time in my days to either breathe and spend alone or use it as a slot to be like, okay, I can hang out with people at this point. So this is mostly in my head for me because this is naturally just what I've done to organize my weeks and such. But if it's a lot on a sticky note, especially if it's a very busy few days or a busy week, So now I've got my sticky note and I'll write down my main categories. So the two big categories I had for this week was school and personal projects. And under school, I had subcategories, which were my subjects, math, English, biology, and I included my music ensembles here. Under personal projects, I had my my podcast and my music. So now that I've got my two main categories and then my subcategories within those, um, kind of like a tree, kind of like branches... I write out each activity that I need to do. 
So in math, I had, I'm just going to say this literally, it, it's not going to make sense like contextually, but I had 3.1 notes, I had 3.1 practice, I had 3.2 notes and 3.2 practice, and I knew I wanted to set aside time to kind of make sure to fill in any gaps that I was missing. If I didn't understand something right away, I could go back to it. Um, for English, I had tons of stuff. Um, I had, you know, getting my thesis statement, getting my points, um, spending time working on the body, uh, doing my first edit, my second edit, all that good stuff, um, up to submission. And then for biology, nice and easy. I just had to do some unit review so that I am not entirely disconnected when I get back. Um, and for ensembles, I just had a few songs that I wanted to look at for solos or for parts that I just don't have. Um, under personal projects, um, under this podcast, um, I knew I wanted to get this outline done. I knew I wanted to get it recorded and I knew I wanted to get edited, all that good stuff. For music, I just had a verse I wanted to write and record. So that seems like a lot of stuff. And that's because it is a lot of stuff. And this is something I, I talk to my friends about all the time, to just be like, oh, I'm just going to set aside one day and do all of it. Now, do I say that? Absolutely. Do I actually follow through and do that? No, <laughs> because that does not work for me. As much as I've tried to make that work, I work best when my work is divided up into multiple days. And I do it in a way that is very specific that I am going to explain right now. So I write out each activity, all the activities that I just said. So, you know, my math notes and practice and my research and all that good stuff. Um, and I group them into quote unquote digestible groups. So I don't want to do all my math in one day. I don't want to do all my English in one day. If that works for you, that's great. You can kind of like tunnel vision it and just focus on one subject per day that does not work for me because I get very burnt out of a subject within two hours. Um, and I, and then my work is just honestly poo <laughs> after that. Like I cannot write a whole English essay from like finding the research, getting my points, my thesis statement to submitting it. Uh-uh, not happening. So I take math, for example, and I'm like, okay, 3.1 notes, 3.1 practice, 3.2 notes, 3.2 practice and time to just kind of reinforce my what, what I've learned. So the natural thing to do is to group the 3.1 stuff and then group the 3.2 stuff and then group that time to, again, reinforce what I've learned. So that those are three groups that can be spread across three days. Awesome. So one day I'm going to be doing my 3.1 notes and my 3.1 practice, and that's all the math I'm going to do for one day. The next day I tackle 3.2 notes, 3.2 practice, and so forth. Um, and can I just say that's what I've done? I'm I'm done my math now, and it worked swimmingly. It was great. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, for English, I divided up. I divided it up <laughs> as final research, because at this point I'd already done some research. So final research, get my points, get my thesis statement. That's one group. That's all, all the English I'm going to be doing in one day. The next day, the next two days, actually, I'm going to be working on the body paragraphs um, because I know that I can get something okay done in one day. But if I really want this to be a quality essay, I'm going to divide up my like body writing into two days. And you know that includes intro and conclusion. 
I'm gonna set aside one day for editing and then I'm gonna set one last day to English for the final edit, the review, and the submission. So that's many days of English. That's one, two, three, four, five days of English, but also I'm planning for a week and that makes sense. That just means I'm going to be doing a little bit of English every single day. And again, that's what works for me. Biology, I really just wanted time to do a unit review, whether that takes a day or two. Oh, like we're rhyming up in here. <laughs> um, but I plan to do that on the last two days leading up to school because I'm really not too concerned about that. You know, big words, priorities. Clearly, my main priorities are math and English. Biology is kind of just chilling there. Um, for my music ensembles, I did not... I, I grouped this in a way that wasn't for days. It was just like, these are the things I need to do. When I have time, I do them. Um, which seems kind of counterintuitive, but also I know that I'm not going to be spending 12 hours on like 3.1 notes in practice for math and finalizing my research points and getting my thesis statement for English. That's not going to take that long. Um, and the reason why I'm not filling up my days is because I need time to eat. I need time to work out. I need time to breathe and such, right? Um, and sometimes when I have too much time, I get bored. Enter, you know, this kind of stuff where it's like, okay, there's a piece I need to memorize. There are specific songs I want to learn solos for. All that. So that was under school. Those were all of my groups um, that I could kind of play around with for school. Under personal projects for my podcast, one group, outline and refresh my website. That is something I've already done. Went great. Doesn't take too long. Number two, record. That's what I'm doing today. This is very, very time consuming. So that's that in itself is going to be a group. And day number three for the podcast is to edit and publish. Again, takes a long time. So that's three groups for my podcast. Lastly, my personal project music is literally just record verse. That's it. One group. I just need to set aside one day for that. So now that I have all of my groups, I would like to apologize if that did not make any sense, but I'm trying. <laughs> um, now that I have all my groups, I kind of just like treat it as a puzzle. So I like for English, I fan out all of my English for the five days that I said I needed. Day one, naturally is going to be final research, points, and thesis statement. Day two, body. Day three, body part two. Day four, edit. Day five, so forth, right? Um, so now I have my English in there. Now I fit in my math. So group one of math, day one. Group two, day two. All that good stuff. Same goes for literally everything else. And that's how I plan my day. So now I end up with the day. My my Monday of this week looked like this. It was 3.1 notes of practice. It was final research points thesis statement. Um, I didn't do any music. I didn't do any biology. I did this outline and I did music, which is already tons, right? Now I don't even have to worry about my music because that was only one group, right? Now I only have two groups left in um, my podcast. And it it's just like you're chipping away at so much and it feels, it's a lot more rewarding because in a world where we all want instant gratification, this is the way to do it and this is the way that works for me at the very least. So each day has kind of like a sticky note that's totally not necessary, but it's it's a lot better to visualize. In my planner, there are individual days, so I like to do it there. So I'll be like, okay, 
my math group one on this day and so is my English group one and so is the outline of my podcast and so is recording and the next day of course what I've been saying um I'm really hoping that makes sense (laughs) um and kind of step three um since we've talked we've talked about writing out my main categories and then writing out each activity and grouping them step three is to take a look at what I have already planned um, so this is kind of the stuff I've been writing for my months and stu- and such, and consider, you know, each day, right? So this is an accessory step. It's not necessary, but for me, as someone who is very dynamic in the way I function each day, um, especially considering, you know, how long was my school day? How much energy do I have left? That's a big one, you guys. Um, if plans involve other people, what has their days been like looking like? Are they going to want to go out and do all this stuff or are they going to be tired and they, do they just want to stay home? Um, deadlines. Um, if biology had like a unit test the second I got back, biology would be way, way at the very top of my priorities list above math and above English, right? And lastly is to spread out each activity across multiple days in a logical order. That basically goes hand in hand with everything I've said so far. It doesn't even need its own point, realistically. Um, It's just kind of reinforced that idea. So while this seems like a very complex task, and realistically, while it is, writing it down and putting aside time, that's really funny, putting aside time to schedule, putting aside time, ugh, that was terrible, Um, is so important. And I, I found that, I am so much more productive. My work is of better quality. I'm so much more energetic when I do this because it freaking works <laughs> and it's lovely. This being said, if you are also a very, very busy person, health, health, alone time, if that's what you like, things that help you recharge deserve the utmost priority in your day-to-day life always. Or else nothing that you want to get done will get done in the way that you ideally want it to be done, right? Um, and this is something we all learn the hard way. I've, I am there. I continue to struggle with this, but it's so important to keep in mind. So I'm, gosh, this was a really, this was a really tough one to explain. Um, but I'm hoping that even if you didn't entirely understand my method, that you picked up some things If the only thing you got out of this episode was, I'm going to go to the dollar store and buy a cheap planner, I am happy. I'm content. I've done, I've done my job. Or if you were like, man, I'm just going to write down my deadline for the tests I have coming up on my phone. Splendid. (laughs) That's perfect. That's exactly what I want. I just want you guys to find your own personal ways, ideally get ideas from how I organize my life as a really busy person, um, and kind of just apply that to your own because the art of time and energy management is something that you want to master young because we are only going to get more and more stressed and more and more busy as the years go on. So thank you so very much, my friends, for being here for this pretty hefty episode. This was a long episode, you guys. Um, but, oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> sorry very dehydrated but i feel it was necessary and i hope that i got all the details that i wanted to get across 
to all of you guys. If you have episode suggestions, I'm running a little dry. Um, I still have my huge document with like many points. Um, I just don't know which one I want to tackle next. Um, but I'm hoping, let's see, looking at the weeks ahead, I'm hoping I can get my next episode out on time. So ideally this episode comes out on April 2nd and the next one would come on April 16th. Um, I am going to be gone on a trip. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Again, this is a vocal jazz trip. Guys, this is what I'm saying. We're just busy people. Um, But ideally, I can get an episode out for the 16th, even while I'm away, so I can have it scheduled before. Um, But I tend to say that and not really serve. (laughs) But I will try my very best. Again, please give me your feedback, your thoughts, your episode ideas. I love to hear them. Um, because I mean, this episode was a suggestion from you guys. So here we are. Um, please take care of yourselves. If you are just finishing up your spring break as well, know that yes, going back to school can be a little stressful. It can feel like a lot, but everyone's in the same boat and everyone is hopefully there to support you. And if not, find the people who do. (laughs) Take care guys. Thank you for coming and I will see you next time. Peace out.